Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and holiday enthusiast. I'm also a big history nerd. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share some of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365 with Today is Cinco de Mayo. And that means that today is also Cinco de Mayo in 1862, the year the holiday was founded. It is celebrated because it's the day that Mexico won victory over France at the Battle of Puebla during the French-Mexican War, which laid some of the groundwork for Mexico eventually forcing the French to retreat. It is also known as Battle of Puebla Day, though Cinco de Mayo has become much more popular in modern parlance. The holiday isn't as popular in Mexico as you might guess from its hearty celebration in the U.S. In the U.S., it's often celebrated as a wide-ranging commemoration of Mexican culture, especially in cities with large Mexican populations. Though people often confuse Cinco de Mayo with Mexican Independence Day, the two are very different days with very different histories. Back in 1861, Benito Juarez, formerly a lawyer, was elected president of Mexico. The country was doing poorly financially and needed a hero after being forced to default on payments to European governments. These missed payments made naval forces from France, Britain, and Spain set off for Mexico to try and secure something in return for their loans. Britain and Spain both negotiated and sent their forces back home without a fight. France, on the other hand, decided to stick around and pick their bones with Mexico. Specifically, Napoleon III was the one making decisions for the French. He decided that the debt was an opportunity to battle Mexico for some territory, and therefore expand the French Empire. A French fleet stormed Veracruz and drove the government into retreat. 6,000 French troops moved to attack Puebla de los Ángeles, which was a small town in the eastern part of central Mexico. From his place in hiding, Juarez coordinated a group of 2,000 men to send down to battle. The Mexican defense forces were poorly supplied, and General Ignacio Zaragoza worked with his ragtag crew of soldiers to prepare town for the attack by the French. On May 5th, the French army attacked, accompanied by serious weaponry. Though the deck was stacked against the Mexican army, the battle went differently than anyone would have predicted— Lasting only from morning to early evening, the French army lost 500 men and retreated at sunset. Meanwhile, the Mexican army had only lost 100 men. The victory was so astounding that even though it wasn't a big part of the French-Mexican War as some other battles, the sheer will and force of the army was a huge boon to the Mexican government and spirit of the country at a low time, and it strengthened the nationwide resistance to the French offense. In 1867, 
the United States came to the aid of Mexico, since it was free to engage in conflicts after the end of the Civil War. Though they hadn't had enough resources to aid Mexico at first, because of everything it took to fight the Civil War, American government had always been wary of the French puppet government in Mexico, for fears that French expansionism would extend to the United States. With the military force of the United States behind Mexico, France finally withdrew from the conflict. Cinco de Mayo is still heartily celebrated in Puebla, the place where the battle took place. There are military parades, battle reenactments, and local festivities, but in many cities, May 5th is just a normal day. It's not a federal holiday, so there are no bank closures or days off work. Which begs the question, if Cinco de Mayo isn't a federal holiday in Mexico, what makes it such a big deal in the United States? It's partially because we've chosen to view it as a widespread celebration of Mexican culture. States with big populations of Mexican Americans usually have big celebrations. Activists worked in the 60s to raise the profile and awareness of the holiday. There are large celebrations today in many cities, like Los Angeles, Chicago, and Houston. They host parades, parties, mariachi bands, and food festivals. But it's important to be careful in your celebrations of Cinco de Mayo. In recent years, some American celebrations have become culturally insensitive. Wearing a sombrero or a poncho became popular on the holiday, but appropriating this traditional clothing is actually extremely disrespectful. You should definitely eat a taco and be supportive of your local Mexican-owned businesses, but be aware of how celebrations can become inappropriate. So have fun out there, but do so respectfully. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now let's move on to music. Today in 2007, Avril Lavigne's U.S. number one hit topped the charts, Girlfriend. It was the first single from her third album, The Best Damn Thing. This is a little surprising. Most of us remember Avril better for songs like Complicated and Skater Boy. Of course, that's not the only surprising thing in the canon of Avril Lavigne. Probably the most absurd thing about Avril Lavigne is that some fans think that she died and was replaced by a lookalike named Melissa. Oh, she also got engaged to the lead singer of Nickelback after only knowing him for a month. What a wild ride. The two were married for two years, then divorced, but remained friends. If Avril is alive, that is. The Melissa conspiracy varies. Some say she was cloned. Others say she decided the pressures of fame were too much and hired a body double named Melissa. There are even said to be clues in the lyrics, like, The day you slipped away was the day I found it. Won't be the same from the song Slipped Away. Personally, this is like one of my favorite conspiracy theories. I don't know what I believe. I feel like Avril might be Avril. Who knows? Up to the internet to decide. And now for our final segment of the day, I'm going to be going into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a May 5th in my life. 
God. On May 5th, 2019, Zendaya liked my tweet. Now, 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 now. It's probably not as cool as I'm making it out to be, but this was a very big moment for me. This was a very, very big moment for me. I had recently gotten verified on birdapp.com, Twitter, and I knew that verified people on Twitter have access to a tab called the verified tab, which means that verified users that interact with your content or mention you in tweets will show up in this tab. Now, I used my power and my privilege that I acquired for the only proper thing, replying to Zendaya on Twitter. And I think she was talking about how she she called out JetBlue on Twitter, which I think was a very funny thing to do because, of course, I too would call out a company on Twitter because it's the only place that would pay attention to you if you're somebody who, you know, you have a check mark, use the check mark. Zendaya was using her check mark to get JetBlue to pay attention to her, and I was using my check mark to get Zendaya to pay attention to me. So, I tweeted at her in a reply to her tweet to JetBlue. I said, how to use a platform example number 37. And it got like 700 likes at that point. But one of those likes was Zendaya. And that's still one of the coolest things ever. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. Remember to go ahead and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow at 365 Days MXM Tune on your preferred social media platforms. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.